I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. Last month, President Joe Biden made a big announcement. Using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. The news affected 40 million Americans who hold federal student loan debt, but for some, $10,000 in loan forgiveness was hardly a game changer. Having debt or financial anxiety of any kind takes a mental toll. A recent study from the American Psychological Association found that Americans are more stressed about money than they've ever been. The city of San Francisco wants to help with its smart money coaching program. You likely haven't heard of it, even though it's been around for six years. It pairs residents and workers in the city with a free financial coach who can help you reduce debt, increase your credit score, or open a bank account. Today on Fifth Emission, a special episode from the Chronicle podcast, Fixing Our City. Why does San Francisco pay for free financial coaching for its residents, and what larger benefits does the program provide? In this episode, Fixing Our City producer, Cynthia Lopez, takes us into this little-known city resource by allowing the program to scrutinize her own personal finances. Here's Fixing Our City producer, Cynthia Lopez. So let's be honest. How often do you think about your finances or talk about them with others? Do you know how much debt you're in, how much you're paying in total every month to all your creditors? Do you have a checking and savings account, or do you rely on check cashing services? payday loans. Finances are a tricky and sometimes taboo subject. Why let someone else know you're in massive amounts of debt when you can try and figure out how to manage your finances on your own? It can't be that hard, right? Well, I've tried for many years to manage my own finances. And for the first time ever, I'm getting help from an unusual source, the city of San Francisco. Apple cards, credit limit, $946. Current balance, $79. Scheduled payment, $2. We want to talk about that, too. You cannot be giving them $2, $79 balance. I'm Cynthia Lopez. This week's fix, a look at San Francisco's smart money coaching. It's a program that pairs up San Francisco residents with a smart money coach. They help people open their first bank account, create a plan to reduce and tackle credit card debt, explain the pros and cons of refinancing, and hold you accountable for every step of your financial journey. From the San Francisco Chronicles SF Next Project, This is Fixing Our City. Smart Money Coaching is an opportunity provided by the city. It's free to use, the cost is covered by different city department budgets, and it provides these services in Spanish, Cantonese, and Mandarin, and offers translation services to meet a client's needs. The city pays for this program because poor financial health can actually stop people from being able to access crucial support services even if they qualify. It was started because of an unhoused family who won the housing lottery to get into an affordable unit in a new complex. Nicole Agbayani, the director of the Office of Financial Empowerment, said the family was so close to having their home, but when it came time to apply, they hit a roadblock. They were prevented from actually applying for the housing unit because they had subprime credit. And it was so close, 29 points beneath where they needed to be in order to be able to move into that housing unit. Agbayani says the family, who did eventually get the keys to their new home, received financial guidance with help from San Francisco's Office of Financial Empowerment. Their story led to the creation of a program that pairs any San Francisco resident, worker, or person receiving services from the city with a financial coach. That program is Smart Money Coaching. A lot of people faced a job loss or some form of income reduction in 2020 when the pandemic hit. 
but the number of people who are using the program actually declined very slightly after it switched to a virtual-only model. According to the Office of Financial Empowerment, there were more no-shows than before the pandemic. But once people got the hang of virtual appointments, clients did get help. They received a cumulative total of $20,000 in stimulus funds. Overall, the program has helped 3,700 people. Smart Money Coaching has helped its clients save a collective $166,000 and reduced about $757,000 of debt since its creation six years ago. On average, those who have used Smart Money Coaching have seen their credit score go up by 46 points. But what does debt reduction actually mean? And how does it work and affect your credit score? I spoke with Omar Wells. He's a smart money coach through Balance, a nonprofit that provides financial education. Here's how he explains it. It can mean one of two things. It can mean lower interest rates or lower payments. If your credit score's low, there's a reason for that. Are you missing payments? Are you over indebted? Are you maxing out credit cards? Are you not making payments? You know, so then we have that conversation because everyone's situation is unique and individual. Then with that, we build an action plan with steps. And a note here, he says reducing credit and getting your credit limit down, but what he's talking about boils down to paying off your debt and relying less heavily on credit in the first place. So for example, I want to you know, reduce my credit. Well, then once I pull your credit report, I see that you, know, you have to start making payments on time. You have to, you know, get your credit uh, limit down. So we have those conversations. And as the sessions go on, we track that and we make sure that they're accomplishing those goals. Wells has been a smart money coach for three years and has been a financial coach for more than 20. He's helped people navigate things from reducing their credit card interest rates to walking someone through the steps they need to take should they encounter fraud on their credit cards. It's interesting because they're talking about one thing and say, oh, then, you know, something popped up in my credit report that I didn't know what it was. That, I always listen. That's probably fraud or identity theft. We, you know, we're trained that way. So you start backtracking, asking questions. Did you file a police report? You want that affidavit because when you do that Federal Trade Commission identity theft report, you want that affidavit in there. So it's just educating them on the steps. Helping people with their credit and flagging possible identity theft is something Wells does a lot of. The majority of his clients don't have many resources, like a high income, and have trouble building credit paying off their debt, or even knowing what to do when they're a victim of identity theft. Some of them have been taken advantage of by people using their credit, identity theft, and just not understanding how credit matters. So a lot of collection accounts, charge-offs, things of that nature. So the credit issue has been forefront since I've been here. People wanted to fix their credit, how to establish it, just trying to understand it. So the trend pretty much is credit, establishing credit, and, you know, trying to pay down debt. Nicole Agbayani, the director of the Office of Financial Empowerment, sees smart money coaches as real allies for their clients, even going to bat with them against creditors. I think it's important for our coaches to act as an advocate and truly a coach in the sense that these are steps that people might not take for themselves. And so by making sure that they can join on a three-way call and demonstrating the types of questions to ask, the types of areas where you can push and you can feel empowered to push back on whoever that creditor is on the other side of the line, that's a way in which the coaches are kind of empowering and helping their clients to be able to do that for themselves in the future. But there are people from all walks of life who have used smart money coaching. Agbayani said that by and large, she sees people who are going through a big transition in their life using this service. Whether it's having a baby, getting a new job, 
getting ready for retirement, or even just figuring out how to open a bank account for the first time, the coaches are able to walk you through different situations. We want to make the financial coaching available to everyone because at the end of the day, it's one-on-one -on -one financial coaching. And so folks are coming to us with their specific and very individual financial goals. And they are the ones that really drive what their action plan to address them is with their coach. We don't limit the number of sessions that they can have with the coach. And it's not the coach coming in there and telling them what to do. It's the coach kind of listening to what their challenges and barriers are and then helping to create transparency around our financial systems so that they can kind of solve for and surmount each of those barriers. Smart Money Coaching also has partnerships with other city departments. It offers a service to people who are receiving a guaranteed income, in the welfare to work program, coming out of incarceration, and even transitional youth who are coming out of the foster care system. The service is never required, but city departments make sure that everyone in these programs knows that it's an available tool for them to learn about budgeting and building credit, which includes opening their first credit card. But how do you go about doing that? There are a couple different routes you could take, according to Wells. Based on my client's financial situation, we look for those ways, if their finances are low or they're having a negative budget, ways to establish credit without funds, for example, authorized user. Wells mentioned Experian Boost. That uses your payment history on things like cell phone, utility, and rent payments to help raise your credit score. Experian Boost has found a way to have people take advantage of those payments. Now, say there's an individual who has no credit but trying to establish it, Retail stores are easy credit cards to get more apt because you can only use a Walmart card at Walmart. You can only use a Target card at Target. A lot of people don't actually use a bank. But if they do, he has another trick. Banking institutions just they already have established that relationship and look into a secure credit card. A secure credit card is an excellent way to establish and build credit. And of course, you the client provides the security. And that, once again, try to focus on ways without having to use funds first. And then if we can't, then we try to go for the smaller fruit first. Secure credit card most often are two to $300. The client supplies a security and they use that card for about what each institution may have a different time frame, about six to 12 months, 18 months. Then it, it's freed up and becomes a credit card or a regular credit card. Through helping people with establishing credit for the first time, Nicola Bayani says they can help themselves in more ways than one. We're also helping folks who might be credit invisible because they're young people just starting out on their journey or immigrants that are just coming to the country. And so for them, it's the difference between being credit invisible and starting to build credit. And then for so many other of our clients, that's the difference. If they're just on the cusp of a better interest rate, a young woman who was working with us who improved her credit and thus was able to afford a better interest rate for an auto loan. So when she was able to get a car, it enabled her to be able to drive to a better job. And so it was just cascading from there, the positive impacts on her life. And it all started with the work that she was doing with her coach on her credit score. As I was reporting on this story and hearing about how it helped different people with different situations, I wondered if this program could help me. And I brought that question back to Agbayani. As I was reading about smart money coaching and, and going through the reports and stuff, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. I have an excellent credit score. I'm making decent money. I'm not having trouble meeting my needs. Like my, the only thing I would want to focus on is managing my debt. What would you say to someone like me who's like, 
maybe I shouldn't take up the space from someone who might need it more than me? I think that's a great question. Well, debt management is actually one of the number one things that people come for. And so I would say if you're questioning, then just give us a call and maybe try a first appointment to gauge if it's for you. And so if you are someone who is at the point where you're like, let me figure out how to invest my retirement savings or make sure that my investment portfolio looks good, that's not the type of thing that we would work on in smart money coaching. And so the, the types of things that we really encourage folks to come for are building their credit, getting access to a safe and affordable bank account, uh, figuring out how to save and how to, to budget and carve out to make sure that they have emergency funds, and then figuring out how to manage debt. So. I scheduled a coaching session with Wells to A, get a better sense of how the program works from a client perspective, and B, get some help for myself. When I brought the idea to Wells, he was excited to work with me on tackling my debt. Before you get an initial meeting with your smart money coach, they call you to go over the basics of what you want to focus on during your one-hour appointment. You also get sent some forms to fill out. And I will tell you, the first time they arrived in my email, I thought they were a phishing scam. They come from an Adobe Sign email address. Once I verified that they were from Balance, the company Wells works for, I went ahead and filled out the required information before signing and submitting. That's our, our privacy policy, counseling agreement, credit report authorizations. Once we get that, learn a little bit about the reason for their call. Do you have a bank account? Do you have a working income? So when I speak to them, I'm prepared. I already know what path I'm taking. On the day of your appointment, you go over all your credit history and spending habits. We have to do an assessment to see what the debt looks like. I have to look, take a look at the credit to see why it is what it is. Once we get that information, your budget, your debt, your credit, your income, your expenses, that's pretty much the roadmap. Once we get that, then that allows me to identify what barriers may be in their way. So what barriers were in my way? Turns out my credit usage is pretty high on a lot of my accounts. More on that after the break. I had my first ever financial coaching session with Omar Wells, a financial coach at Balance who works with San Francisco's Smart Money Coaching Program. Once we confirmed my personal details, it was time to go over my credit report. The usage on the city discovery is kind of high. Right, 13,000 limit, 10,006 balance. So it's kind of high, but still your scores are good. So that's just one account. Then the next one I have Patel for Credit Union, which is auto loan. High credit, Wells went through my debts one by one, checking the credit limit and the balance. Up next, Apple cards. Credit limit, $946. Current balance, $79. Scheduled payment, $2. Okay, well, we want to talk about that, too. You cannot be giving $2.79 balance every month. <laughs> I'll admit, the first meeting was uncomfortable. We went over how much I owed to each creditor and verified that there was nothing amiss and no one was trying to steal my identity. It was hard to admit to a stranger just how much debt I'm in. Despite the high credit usage, I actually have a great score at 774. Here's the deal. Total balance on the debt between all those accounts Student loans, credit cards, charge cards, education loans, auto loans, $32,845. The scheduled payments for those debts, we have a couple deferred student loans, $1,164. So that's for your debt payments, that's your monthly. 
Just the minimum payments, right? Minimum. You got it, dear. Okay. You got it. I let Wells know that I check my credit score regularly, which he commended, along with my credit score. No matter your background, Wells treats everyone as if they were millionaires coming in for advice. It starts with building a rapport and creating a relationship of mutual trust between a coach and client. One example of that, throughout our session, he referred to me as Ms. Lopez. There are no judgments when you walk through the door, and that's a very important part of the job for Wells. Treating someone who doesn't have a bank account as if they have a million dollars, they're just like, wow, is he talking to me? It's that type of dynamics that get them to open up, allow me to get the answers I need, and to have them follow the path and steps I ask them to do. So it's just really being professional, trying to eliminate any bad past experiences, treating them with respect, dignity, and I just really, I like this job because I get to deal with those individuals who may seem disenfranchised or may seem that they've been forgotten. A common reason people seek financial coaching is job loss. Whether you've had a good amount of money put away in a savings account or not, smart money coaches look for ways to reduce your expenses in order to increase your liquidity ratio. What's liquidity ratio? Well says it's your assets divided by your monthly expenses. It's going back to basics to make sure you're using your money in the most effective way possible. When you sit down with your smart money coach to talk about the next steps after losing your job, you have to create a budget and reduce your expenses. If you lost your job, we want to comb through that budget and cut out any discretionary spending. You know, if you're dining out, Uber eating, cigarettes, entertainment, things that are variables, we got to cut those out. Those fixed expenses, you know, we can't do anything with because they, they're fixed. But those variable expenses, we're looking at ways to minimize or eliminate quickly. And then if they lost their job, we're, you know, we can help them see if they qualify for public benefits. So that's another angle we can get them set up, have them reach out to the agency and assist them with seeing if they qualify, either CalWORKs or food stamps, Medicare, whatever the case may be. Even though I haven't lost my job yet, right, boss? Wells wanted to get a rough estimate of what I spend so he could start putting together an action plan for me, which includes finding areas where I can reduce some of my expenses. Eating out. Are we eating out, dining out? I'm trying not to as much anymore, but I was spending about $250. You said it was, but I'm trying to capture the moment. So now I'd say about $25 a week. Nice. So you made some adjustments. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you some of that, including service charges for deliveries. I don't do delivery anymore. That's how you, that's how you cut it down. Uh, yeah. Same with grocery deliveries. I don't do grocery deliveries anymore. Good deal. That's cutting corners to save a little matters. The same was done for Jerry Rendon, a San Francisco resident who has been using smart money coaching for five years. He first came across the program when he lost his job unexpectedly. I was anxiously anticipating the end of my severance package. I started then to look into job listings, but of course also was looking to see what kind of city-funded community support-related programs and services I can enroll in to kind of just help me to get by, you know, economically speaking, but also as well as, you know, in terms of health, human services, all the type of services that this wonderful city has offered and continues to offer. In the midst of that process, I came across this notice or a message for smart money coaching, and I basically looked into it, and I, I just re-enrolled, and I was immediately paired up with uh, Mr. Howard Vitel Jr., who then was my financial coach, and to this day still continues to be my financial coach five years later. 
And he actually made it very clear that there would be a plan that we'd be co-developing. And that plan would guide us in terms of these next steps and, and ultimately reach my goal of financial security. There were times when I came to the actual meetings where I wasn't feeling too optimistic or even positive. And that was in lieu of, you know, job you know, opportunities not coming up, bills piling up, and also just trying to figure out how to just survive and make ends meet. He was a constant supporter. Rendon eventually got what he describes as his dream job, working as a training officer for the city and county of San Francisco. He celebrates his wins, like getting the job with his smart money coach, and says he gets good advice about things like starting to invest for retirement. Five years later, I'm in one of the best shapes, financially speaking, that I've ever been. And I'd like to also say that part of the whole process allowed me not only to get myself back on my feet, financially speaking, but I got my dream job as a training officer with the city, but I also got to refinance my mortgage. I went from a 30-year fixed mortgage to 15 years, from 4.5% to 2.5%. And because of that, I can actually foresee a future of me living in San Francisco for a long time. Even though the program isn't widely advertised, Rendon and I kind of stumbled upon it while not exactly looking for it. Nicole Bayani says that they get the word out through other city departments her office partners with. We have some specific, really kind of tailored populations that we're targeting as well. We also have some newer initiatives that we've partnered up to provide smart money coaching. Uh, for example, with the Human Services Agency, particularly for folks that are going through the Welfare to Work program. And so, you know, we find that's another pivotal life experience when you get a job for the first time of having this additional income and figuring out what to do with it. Also, you know, having a check coming in regularly and needing to set it up with uh, a bank account versus going to a check cashing place. We provide the service through the Department of Aging and Adult Services to seniors, so uh, resource-constricted seniors as well. The Office of Financial Empowerment is working on more programs to help those who would otherwise never get the chance to work with a financial coach. As for me, at the time this episode airs, I'll have two coaching sessions under my belt and another scheduled. My plan is to be debt-free in two years. That's been my plan for the past five. I'll find out soon enough if I'm on the right track. Find more information about Smart Money Coaching at sfchronicle.com sfnext. Fixing Our City is part of the San Francisco Chronicle's SF Next project, where we explore how the city will chart its future and address its biggest challenges. And we wanna check out your ideas. Do you have a solution you want the city to pursue? Know someone who's making a difference on an important issue? Send an email to sfnext at sfchronicle.com. You can also DM us on Twitter. We're at sfnext. I'm Cynthia Lopez. Laura Wenis hosts and reports for Fixing Our City. This week, she was my vocal coach. Gary Baca is our sound engineer. King Kaufman is the executive producer. Jonathan Krim is the SF Next project editor. Read stories by our reporters, check out our interactive data breakdowns, and find our podcast archive at sfchronicle.com slash sfnext. <laughs>